0: Hope you're having a great week, everyone. Welcome to Between the Horns, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealer's proud partner of the LA Rams. I'm J.B. Long, and the Rams are off to Houston this week, looking to extend what could be a season-long winning streak. Let's bring in my radio broadcast partners, beginning with DeMarco Farr. He's here at LA Live with me. Good morning, DeMarco. What's happening, J.B.? How's it going, man? Ready to fly? Yeah, ready to fly. Uh, I hope we
1: don't get into another street fight with another desperate football team, but I think that's what's about to
2: happen.
0: (laughs) What's Halloween looking like at the uh, far household? Costumes, trick-or-treating, supplies? You know, we we had uh, one of those um,
1: very expensive visits to the dentist about four months ago for my six-year-old, so it's looking pretty sugarless at my house, but we've got the stuff up. We've got a lot of decorations. We've made up for it, so a lot less sugar, a lot more styrofoam.
0: All right. So Halloween twenty twenty one restrained by the dentist, understandable. How about Maurice Jones Drew? I think he's got a new hoodie on this week that I saw earlier. I kind of like it. Maurice.
2: This is this is like the new version, but throwback. This might be from a couple of years ago. So it's all good. I'm just waiting to get the new gear, like you all. But hey, I'm Welcome. here. I'm excited.
0: And you got some youth football Saturday before you hit the road to Houston?
2: I do. I have uh, – we're in the playoffs. First round of the playoffs Saturday. Uh, oldest son plays at 3. Youngest one plays at 7 p.m. under the lights. Then I'm on a flight to Houston. I'll see you guys first thing in the morning.
0: Good luck, man. Don't no mess up. Well, I know up. how much
2: – Don't mess it up.
1: I'm <laughs> the the ball. <laughs>
0: MJD, uh, I got your reaction on Monday to the uh, unfortunate news for the Rams that they had to trade Kenny Young to the Denver Broncos to clear up some cap space. Uh, He was a three-down linebacker in the middle of their defense. Most importantly for you, he's a UCLA Bruin. That one pained you. In terms of X's and O's on the field for the Rams' defense, what do you make of it now almost a week removed?
2: Uh, Well, I think that's what hurt me more than anything, that he was playing so well, right? The energy that he was bringing to the game, the way he was feeling – the holes, the chase down. Yeah, he made some mistakes here and there, but he was flying around. I mean, I felt like he started the season probably the best we've seen at that position uh, since Corey Littleton. So uh, I thought he was playing well, but, you know, the National Football League, they don't have – you don't have minimum players for a reason. You have a cap, and the Rams been up against that cap, and he just became a cap casualty. Good luck to him in Denver, and hopefully these young guys step up and get ready to go.
0: DeMarco. For years now, we've seen the Rams with creative solutions at their off-ball linebacker position. We can run through a few of them here, but ultimately, the drafted replacement is Ernest Jones, and it seems like his time is now.
1: Yeah, it has to be. Uh, I've just—I was just thinking—where um, have you gone, James Laurinaitis? When you had a middle linebacker that would line up, you know, for you for eight years in a row or something like that. So you've gone from Alec Ogletree to Corey Littleton, now to Kenny Young, and now to Troy Reader. We hope, or whoever else, and Ernest Jones, but. When, when you can release a guy like Kenny Young and it still doesn't make sense football wise, um, you didn't get better as a defense releasing Kenny Young. I think we can honestly say that he was balling. So uh, when the financials and the business side of it kind of get in front of the sport, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for the guys in the defensive room, but it's something you got to overcome. You have to kind of how do you say it? Assume or, or act as if Kenny Young got hurt and was knocked out of the game. And you yeah. lost him for the season. You have to move on without him and you have to support the guys that are going in. So Troy reader is a guy that we know, love and respect. You see what he can do. Ernest Jones is a guy that's going to have to learn on the job. Uh, but I can tell you what, when you saw him in camp, the guy looks great getting off the bus. I even said this earlier, you might as well go ahead and plug him in now just to give him reps, because he's going to be your starter uh, in, in 2022. So now he's the guy now. So, uh, That does scare me going to Houston with guys like David Johnson, especially with what Detroit just did with running backs out of the backfield. But your time is now. Um, Sink or swim, you're out in the middle of the ocean. Let's see how you do.
0: DeMarco, let me follow up on that real quick with a couple other names or potential solutions. I wonder if they intrigue you. Traven Howard, going into last season, was supposed to be a starting inside linebacker. He's still on the roster. He is a Corey Littleton comp, I think, in the eyes of the Rams. Hasn't yet had that opportunity. Opportunity, at least not in terms of snap count in 2021. And then what do you think of maybe Taylor Rapp becoming the next iteration of Mark Barron?
1: I think that was where Taylor Rapp was headed anyway. I mean, Mark Barron is just, I think, more physically imposing than Taylor Rapp, but they can do almost the same thing. And uh, Trayvon Howard is a guy kind of like Anzalone, uh in Detroit that was in New Orleans. I call him a coverbacker. Uh, I thought he was great in coverage and he's credible. He's good enough against the run that you don't have to hide him so much. But yeah, I mean, I think now that Kenny Young is out, you can't replace him with just one guy. It's going to be by committee. So I think everybody we just mentioned is going to take snaps in that box. Uh, and you're going to have to be counted on to take on guards, take on tackles, take on whoever tight ends they send to block you and make plays in the run game. And then have the opportunity to do what you best do best, cover in space, make plays in the passing game.
0: Maurice, here's the thing is coming off of that kind of check down game against the Detroit Lions with DeAndre Swift and company. I think coverage is a a sensitive subject right now, and I have no idea what's coming at Houston, right? They still have to resolve their quarterback situation. They just traded Mark Ingram to the Saints. So in terms of what they get schematically and what they need at middle linebacker, we'll find out on Halloween. But beyond that, we know what they're getting because next is Derrick Henry coming to SoFi Stadium and then the 49ers behind that before the bye.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, DeMarco said it best for for Ernest Jones it's going to be swim, right? There there is no there is no floaty. You're in the middle <laughs> of the ocean, you have to swim. You have to find a way. And, and I think that's the only way to play in the National Football League. That's the only way you can find out if a guy can really play or not is by throwing him in there and against some of the tougher competition. Um I think when after, you know, this is kind of an easy stretch for middle linebacker. Let me explain why it's an easy stretch for middle linebacker. The Houston Texans if Tyrod plays, they only they only can do so much, right? They can't, they're not, they're limited talent-wise around him. When you get to Derrick Henry, middle linebacker, all you're worried about is the run. We don't even want you dropping back. We're gonna lock up on the outside and we're gonna or double team one, Jalen Ramsey cover the other. You have to stop the run. That's how you have to play the Titans. And then when you play the Niners, guess what? Stop the run and then stop Debo Samuel. It's very simple for you. So if I was gonna make a change, it would be around this stretch. Because it's simple football. It's not like you're playing the Cardinals where there's guys going all over the place. you got to make checks, cover Kyler Murray, cover Chase Edmonds out of the backfield, cover their tight end. Like, no, this is this a very simple style of football that will be played the next couple weeks. And you can kind of get his feet wet and see and see if he wants to tackle, right? Do you want to tackle uh, Derrick Henry? Do you want to go in there and hit the Niners offensive line in the mouth, play after play after play to stop the run? Um But this is the other thing, too, and I'd like to say this. This defense, even against – I know, like, I heard what Ramsey said about, like, we gave up some yards and all this and that. We made plays when we needed to make plays. But think about this. Justin Hollins is out. Terrell Lewis steps up. He's been stepping up doing awesome, right? Then you go now to Kenny Young. The next guy has to step up and make plays. This is what they've done all season long. When guys go out or guys are getting banged up, guys are stepping up. So it's time now for this young rookie that you've invested in to come in and make plays, and if it's not him, if it's Traven Howard, it's time for whoever comes in this position to step up and make plays and replace Kenny Young where there isn't a look, right, or a J- thing.
1: JB, I got to say this real quick with that highlight. Defenders, if if somebody gets their hand on the football, get a block. Pick up a block. Return that thing to the house. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, you want to go well, – hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You want the what? defense to score now? I told you if you have a chance to take it to the house, do so. A fumble in the middle of the field, fall yeah. on it. We're done with that argument. We're done. You've I mean, converted a MJD. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, get a block. Turn some of these picks into points, man. Score yourself on defense. Come on now.
0: For those of you uh, listening to the podcast later this week, uh, they just showed the Aaron Donald hit on Jared Goff and the Jalen Ramsey interception at the goal line from week seven against the Lions. All right, for the second week in a row, now the Rams opponent is riding a six-game losing streak. DeMarco, I think you used the expression a street fight, and last week the Lions brought all kinds of different weapons that maybe the Rams were anticipating but did not deal with in terms of the kicking game. What has this week been like in the uh, special teams meeting room and how might the experience of week seven benefit them in week eight going to Houston?
1: Interesting. Um, You've heard the old baseball adage, you never punch a drunk with your pitching hand, right? Right. (laughs) I think that's the equivalent of what happened in Detroit. I mean, Detroit was a very limited football team. They could not beat you straight up. So you knew they were going to throw everything they had at you on special teams, trick plays, surprise onside kicks, a couple of fake punts. Um, I thought they might get one steal a possession, but not three. Um, so when we start talking about the health of this football team and how beat up they are, because you just went toe to toe with Detroit, this is the stuff that infuriates me, because this is the stuff that you can con- control. Troy Reader missing a surprise onside kick. I get that. That one goes right by you. That That second or that first fake punt. Uh, we'd have to coach on that. I'm not sure how you, exactly you cover that as a guy that's covering a governor that breaks off into a route. That's tough. The third one, come on, guys, really? That third fake punt, God, that would that would have driven me nuts as a head coach. But that's the stuff that you have to learn from. You have to understand that everyone that's like Houston, like Detroit, is going to try to do that to you to steal possessions and keep the offense on the field and tax your defense. So – it was a punishing reminder. I mean, really punishing. Think of the, 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 the injury report for this week. A punishing reminder that you have to be letter perfect in all three phases and ready for just about anything because, look, you're everybody's big game. They can't beat you straight up. It's tough to block Aaron Donald. It's tough to stop Matthew Stafford. But one thing you can do is steal possessions on special
0: teams and make the game closer than it should be. D. Camillus hasn't had headaches like these since Maurice Jones drew as returning kicks from him in Jacksonville, right? No, you're,
2: listen, JV, you're exactly right. Um, you have to go in. I think DeMarco said it best. You have to go in there with the mentality of they're going to do everything they can. And that last one, DeMarco, wasn't on the players. It was on the coach. And he set up for a return because they thought, look, we got them backed up. They're probably out of all their trick plays. It was what? Third, it was fourth and I want to say eight or nine. That is, that is uncharted territory to run a fake. But it's also the perfect time to run a fake. So, they went and did that. Sorry, my cats are like beefing. right That's now. all right.
1: I th- uh, JB did. I thought they. I thought we found out. We only had the, the Rams. Only had ten on the field for that one.
0: So that was one revelation for Sean McFay on the coach yeah. show. Yes, you gave
1: it to him. So that's what I mean. That's the stuff you cannot have when, well, when you're talking about being a playoff team and beyond. That's the stuff you can't have.
2: Well, this is the thing, though. I've been in that special teams meeting where with Joe D. Camillas after a game like this. And and he's gonna get his screaming and yelling out of the way early, but then he's gonna go back to coaching and teaching, right? And, and that, I think that's the most important thing, as a special teams uh, coach and a special team player is understand your mistakes, don't make them again, because they're, you're, you're gonna get tested again. We all know this. We got to make sure that you fix the the leak in the boat, right? If the leak, if you haven't fixed the leak in the boat, you're gonna get a surprise onside this week. You're gonna get some punt return fakes. You got to be ready to stop it and shut it down for other teams not to keep doing it because you showed it. So. I think they'll be coached up, ready to go. And, again, I think every game you got to be prepared for that. Team, even when the Titans come into town, Mike Vrabel wants to steal – he's going to want to steal a uh, possession. Everybody's going to want to do that because how uh, efficient and, and, to be honest, how well the offense has been playing. They're going to want to steal a possession and, and try to win the game.
0: All right, let's transition a little bit of offense now. And going to Houston, the Rams are coming off their least efficient rushing performance of the season against the Detroit Lions – uh, just two and a half yards per carry. I wonder how much of that is Johnny Mutt effect, right? They basically went exclusively eleven personnel with Tyler Higby going the distance. Um, you know, Detroit did some things up front to Marco that I, that I thought were impressive. That may be the strength of their team, led by Michael Brockers. But still, with where the Rams are in their offensive evolution, you would expect more from the running game bouncing back here against the Texans.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I was. Um... I was okay with the run game. Sean McVay wasn't. Remember in the coaches' show, he, like he almost punched me in the well, eye. Why were you okay? That? Why was because why I, was that I thought they were consistent. You? I thought they kept Detroit honest. I, I didn't think that Aaron Glenn, the deep uh, Detroit defensive coordinator, was allowed allowed his guys just to pin their ears back and come after Matthew Stafford. They had to play it honest. Now they played the run a lot better than a lot of people thought, especially on the perimeter. So give them credit. But I thought the run game was solid. Uh, I thought that Daryl Henderson was. Hitting the proper holes, I thought he was hitting the proper holes. With, at you know, with 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 explosion, with some quickness. So, uh, like uh, against uh, Kyler Murray, the same game plan that Raheem Morris that did not work against Kyler Murray worked against Jared Goff or worked against everyone else. So, the same run plays you called against Detroit, I think, can work against Houston if you stay with it. I wouldn't dismantle your run game and say we need to change stuff because it didn't work versus one opponent. Stay with it. I I thought you had hat on a hat. I thought they made more plays than you did. But if Daryl Henderson or Stoney Michelle makes that guy miss instead of going down on first contact, Hmm. some of those runs are six and seven yards plus. So stay with the run. I thought it was okay.
2: Well, can I jump in real quick? Let's remember the Rams struggle with big offensive linemen. The the big physical guys that don't move, Michael Brockers, uh, Fletcher Cox, that that offensive scheme because the line is so – they're more agile than they are strong. You're going to struggle with that. And we talked about this, JB, before the thing. Like that, That is going to be a matchup to watch is can Michael Brockers and his defensive line hold the line of scrimmage? And they did. And, and so I get it. You want to get removal. But physics tells us it's hard for, um, I don't know, let's say, um, Al in your center to remove Michael Brockers. That, that ain't going to work. That's just, his that's just pure size and strength. That's just not going to work. So you have to find other ways to do it. I'm with DeMarco. I was I was, I was, was good with the running game. You know why? Because you kept running it, and it opened up your play-action pass. There's going to be games like that. There are going to be games where teams try to stop your running game, and it opens up the pass. And there's going to be games where the teams try to stop your pass, and it opens up your run. So you just got to stay consistent with how you're calling it, Try to keep the same number of runs every week so that you can keep them honest and they can't just play one side or the other. But we knew going in, JB, that it was going to be a tougher one because they're just a bigger front than the offensive line.
1: And remember, the, I guess the Rams' on, offense had the ball for 27 minutes. The, the, the Detroit stole a bunch of possessions, yep. so that's going to just truncate everything. You know what I mean? So I think the run game was okay. Yeah.
0: I, I guess what we're not seeing a lot of, at least this past week, we hadn't was you know early down runs that put you on or ahead of schedule and then make you lethal on second and medium or third and short. Right. Like Matthew Stafford yeah. had some really impressive throws on third down beyond the sticks. Uh, and that's really what he brings to this offense. Um, but I, I think in a more favorable game, time, and score situation, even if you're in 11 personnel, even if you are spreading the field out, Maurice, you should be getting lighter boxes You know, for Daryl Henderson to capitalize on. It's not like we haven't seen this movie before in 2017 and 18 when the Rams were one of the most efficient running games in the league.
2: Yeah, it's, I, I think this last game wasn't about lighter boxes. It was just literally the defensive line, and DeMarco knows this, if your defensive line is a two-gapper and they can play both gaps because they're stronger than the offensive line, it's always tough to run. And and when you look at what Detroit had up front, they were bigger dudes. It was just It's just a different brand of football. They were bigger guys. They wanted to be physical. Um, and so that happens. But don't ever go away from it because Darrell Henderson started to pop him late in the game. He didn't break a big one, but he started getting gashes of eight and ten late in the game, and that's what you want. And, again, DeMarco said, you didn't have the ball, so in that situation – you just got to, you got to kind of figure it. Like we always, um, I had a coach, right? I got a yeah. coach in college. One day he told us a story about this turtle, how he, he was driving. He saw it on a post and he, I don't need to bore you with the story. But at the end of the day, he was like, you got to find a way. The turtle found a way to get on the post to see where he was going. <laughs> we got to find a it. way to get up there. Yeah, I right? love coaching stuff. Yeah, <laughs> The Rams found a way to win the game. And that's the most important thing, right? You found a way to win. You can make your corrections off a of win the key is how can we get better how can we run better versus these bigger guys because as we know as we get down the line the Niners have bigger defensive linemen like some of these other teams that the Rams struggle with have bigger dudes we need to figure out a way to get the run game going with that
1: well I would I would say as a defense man it's a lot easier to play ball when you're handed 10 points with the first time Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup the offense stepped on the field they were down 10 points that's going to change everything and fire up the D so a little bit easier that way, but I, I love these coaching stories. Who was the coach that just said something about growing flowers? This is how we grow, you know. I mean, I oh, love yeah. this stuff. Dick Vermeil used the flashlight and it got our attention. It was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to finish with a the theme of of finding a way um, that Mauritius introduced. There is some adversity. The Rams are banged up right now, more so than they have been all season. We'll find out about the status of left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, whether or not Joe Nopum is pressed into service. DeMarco Sebastian Joseph Day on the defensive front, another name to watch among the injuries going into this week. One more week without Darius Williams at corner. Uh, Robert Rochelle also suffered a knee injury against the Lions. But look, if, if you're the team that you think you are and you have the strength and depth that the Rams believe they do, this is a find away week against the lowly Houston Texans.
1: Oh, I would agree. I would say so up special teams. And I, I would be shocked if anything funny happened this week on teams, really. Because I mean, once you see fakes the next week, you're gonna be prepared for it. So it's gonna be hard. Maybe they have another wrinkle we haven't seen, but straight up, I don't think Houston can beat you. Now now Levy Smith's defense, that, that Tampa two, it's look, they do have nine takeaways. And they forced eight fumbles, but they've only recovered two. So this is an opportunistic defense that's trying to take the ball away. But straight up and down, Rams even shorthanded, even if you're down Whitworth, I don't think Houston's defense will give you that much of, of, of any pushback. And offensively, and Maurice said it, this this offense of Houston's is very, very limited. Even when they're going uh, with Davis Mills, at quarterback, when they are functioning on – on, on 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 every cylinder when they're firing on all cylinders I still still think they're a middle of the road offense so this is a team that you can go down even shorthanded and win but the one thing you can't do is help them you can't turn the ball over mm-hmm. and you can't have any of these mistakes on special teams
0: all right, so Maurice, if that means a bit of Joe Nopum, if that means Bobby Brown making his debut on the defensive front, if that means more Terrell Burgess mixing in, or who knows what at corner, so be it. You're not going to get any sympathy from a Houston Texans group that's trading away their best running back here as the deadline approaches.
2: Well, not only do they trade away their best runner, they, they let go of their best pass rusher, Whitney Merciless, who ends up going to Green Bay. They're, they're, they're in a rebuild, right, in this situation. They're trying to figure out – they have their own issues. Let's just put it they got a lot of issues over there, right? So they still have distractions going on. Are they going to trade to John Watson? All this stuff. Is Tyrod back this week? All these different things. For me, if I'm the Rams, we're just focusing on how we can get better as an organization, as a team, right, as, as players individually. Can I play better than I did last week? Can I do better? If it's Joe Nobleman left tackle, guess what? He's played there for a stretch of time where we didn't hear his name called. So we know you can do it. We need you to play like that. If it's um, your young rookie coming in from the defensive line, Bobby Brown, guess what? Stop the run. That's it. Your job is to stop the run and allow everything else to go. Simplify the game plan or these guys' uh, jobs for them so they can play fast, right? If it's your young linebacker, same thing. Play fast. Simplify it. Run a couple coverages. Make sure guys know what they're doing. Let them go and then slowly integrate them into the thing. You don't want to throw so much at these new players that are going in um that are young, right? Because then you get those mistakes, you get the second guessing, you get the guy, he's a step away because he doesn't really see it because he thought it was this. You just want guys to go down there and play fast against this type of team. And this is the other thing. Before we go, this is a revenge game. Let's let's remember, Randy Cooks is on the other side. Oh,
1: enough enough of the revenge games no this is, no, this is game, even crazy. he said it's just another week forget this revenge stuff that's everybody what fired up everybody,
0: detroit everybody well brandon that. brandon cooks could be dealt by the time we get to houston too <laughs> he may not be there at nrg <laughs>
1: but enough of this revenge stuff but that's what got think, detroit believing they can beat you this you is another think, football you game think,
2: you don't think brandon cooks is like yo i need to catch the ball i need to touch i need 20 catches because they let me go. I gave him 1,000 yards back-to-back. Look, let me, He's going to get that Brooks whether it's the Rams or not. He's catches. getting more
0: than 30% of their targets.
1: Right. If he thinks he's going to get 20 catches against this defense with that quarterback, okay, then trade him to the Looney bin. You're nuts. Come on, now. The revenge game was last week. This is Rams versus Houston. This is this is 6-1 and one versus 1-6. One and six. That's
0: it.
2: Yeah, you keep saying that, but you know in that <laughs> locker room with Brandon Cooks is saying, he over there talking to whoever the quarterback is, look. Listen, Brandon Cooks the telling them what the offense is. He knows the offense. Right.
1: Okay. Offense. So Davis Mills listens to Brandon Cooks. I need the football, and then he breaks the huddle, and number five is over top of Brandon Cooks. He's not throwing that way.
2: All right, but he, what I'm saying is, have, you know, Brandon Cooks has the ability to be a double agent and tell them what the Rams like to do. So you <laughs> play for that as well.
0: All right, gentlemen, we uh, showing up in costume on Sunday or wearing Rams gear? What's the final verdict? If Maurice does, I will.
2: I'll I'll show up in costume. I don't care. I love it. Okay, done. We're in costume then. JB, what are you wearing? Are you going as a Rams broadcaster?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do have a Big Bird costume in storage that I could pull out.
2: I'll (laughs) (laughs) pass. Long pause. What's going on? I got to hit the costume store.
0: Wow. See what they got. All right, fair enough. Safe travels, everyone. Have a good rest of your week. All right, man. See you there. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in to Between the Horns, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. Proud partner of the LA Rams, For MJD and DeMarco Farr, I'm J.B. Long. As always, if you would like to join us inside SoFi Stadium this season to experience the Rams' house, just go to therams.com slash tickets, therams.com slash tickets, to purchase yours today, the Tennessee Titans in prime time, your next opportunity. Thank you for being with us for BTH. Have a great rest of your Thursday.